0: I want to talk about a very simple pattern I observe in in the left, the religious pattern. Um, the left doesn't the left doesn't care if vaccines are safe. All they care is that you believe that they're safe. The left doesn't care if elections are safe. Uh, it doesn't care doesn't care what I care is that you believe that the, the elections are, are secure. Um, now, some of this is just plain deception, um, plain evil. Some of it's also a kind of religion. <laughs> this religion is what we call make-believe children make-believe as part of the process and you normally you've got to develop beyond it make-believe can actually be adverse but make-believe is is can transcend into a kind of superstitious belief an instinctual belief a deeply embedded belief that they don't even actually know that they're operating in accordance to. It's sort of like raising someone as Christian, and they don't realize they're Christian. Um, so, where does this come from? Um, it's hard to say exactly, for each individual what they you know you don't know what they've experienced but, but Disney is a great source a lot of people talk about Disney propaganda and stuff like this and subversive messaging um, it's hard to tell whether it's intentional or not because you know there are sometimes positive elements to make believe and it's supposed to develop into concordance with actual belief and reality and you know it's trying to boost people's confidence on the surface it can all appear positive if you actually understand it difficult to explain a little, a little bit subtle so let's say that there are opportunities in life and things that can happen that won't happen if you don't believe it will happen because you've got to make it happen so you know so you've got people in hollywood who all their dreams come true, become super rich or or you know they've got all this regret because they didn't believe things would go their way so they never gave it a chance. And you know, maybe they think that they're producing positive messages and things like that. But here's the thing is when you have a kid raised on Disney raised on these fancy films know that alone could cause psychological damage how can it cause psychological damage well you're sort of indoctrinating a kid into this kind of superstitious religion so toxic make-believe in adults comes about where well these films kind of make make it superstitious if you don't believe in something you kind of it, it doesn't exist um you know, Terry Pratchett has kind of built an entire world in it. So, in the fantasy worlds, you know, many people have a strong fantasy world. It's a shadow world, In this in this fantasy world, um, you know, there is an element where <clears throat> what comes out of your imagination is is what you believe. Now, if you fail to separate that uh, in the way that you integrate with reality properly. Like you can't properly separate between fantasy and reality and things like that. Um, you know, if you, you if your imagination, <laughs> if the way your imagination integrates and your belief system integrates, um, and it can all go wrong. I mean, make believe is, is becomes a defensive mechanism sometimes for kids. Um, you know, you do something wrong. Well, the way to get away with it is to make believe and to all pretend it didn't happen. Um, stop believing it. You know, it's a good if if they're going to have to lie, the best way to lie, you know, the more you believe the lie yourself. And if you believe the lie yourself, then you know, how how can others believe it if you don't believe it? Then, um, so you know, you, you can get blind psychologies developing from this. The concept of, you know, there's all these films that if you watch them and all this media about all these fantasy worlds where there is a dire struggle catastrophe, stress and the world is falling apart because people don't believe in magic anymore or, you know they don't believe in what they believe, you know what you believe comes true. Um, what you believe comes true. So it's kind of, And this is kind of a magic in these films. So like, it's not just magic happens and you know, there's a happy ending and miracles happen. Everything turns out all right or, you know, Also, it's often the case of, you know, if you don't believe, the world falls apart. Um, so, you know, when you've got people, you, you've definitely got corrupt people, but sometimes when you've got people saying you've got to believe in this, you're not allowed to, you know, because what, we, what we're seeing isn't, they're saying it's backed by science and stuff like that. No, what we're seeing is is it's not just information; information, it's about belief. Um so they're trying to do this in the real world, impose this you know if people believe that um this vaccine is safe and so that's that's you know if if you don't believe it, you're the biggest enemy because you're you're on a on a certain level. You have to ask them. On us, like people don't actually interrogate, but on an instinctual level, even just the way that they've adapted and been trained, they they believe that if you believe the virus is, is unsafe, then if you then you are making the virus unsafe and doing so. It's um, so hard to fathom or imagine minds operate according to that principle, they, they do exist. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of undiagnosed psychological conditions out there that are very subtle um, are hard to diagnose either internally or externally or hard to identify um, hard to derive tests for if you ask someone what's going on um, <laughs> and you know that there, there is there is a lot of the world out there that's just in your head you know so for a lot of people if the virus with the vax where the vaccine is unsafe for a lot of people it won't really affect them it's the knowledge in their heads what's in their head um so it's very hard not for it to become a head game um so much that we hear about and observe in real life, you know, it doesn't, it's all on the, on the, you know, it's all communication of information, the things that happen, but it's actually rarely things that happen to us. The um, same thing as police brutality bullshit. Someone dies in the presence of the police, while the world police are doing their job. We all see it on TV, but it never actually happened to us. So, just you know, the information scape being able to see through other people's eyes um, isn't that different from imagination, um, and isn't necessarily difficult to distinguish from reality from fantasy. Um, when we live in an information culture, you know, you can have you can have a, a clash of different tendencies that might. Um, you know, it might not be so easy to induce these disorders until you look at how the modern world works where most of what we see is stuff that we didn't actually see that's our new reality um I mean this is off the top of my head. I've been aware of this for a long time. there's a lot of these things I, I forget about. I observe them, I figure out the world, and then okay, what can you do about it? and then you forget it. but you know as an, as an atheist, you know lots of people combat belief in god well i go I go all the way with things um just as a thinker a philosopher or natural analyst, natural scientist um You know, I start to say, well, you know, the problem of theism is a belief in God. So you know there's more to it than that. It's it's imposing your belief in other people. Um, so when they keep saying faith in elections. You're saying, hang on a minute. Doesn't that sound a bit religious? So you know if you've truly struggled with concepts like religion you find yourself in a scary place where everyone around you is religious (laughs) people believe things all the time that aren't true people are gullible or people believe things for their own you know for some psychological comfort Um, if you examine belief if you examine belief in god there is always Um there's always some psychological trauma involved, so for example psychological trauma of coming to terms with questions like, why do we even exist? What's the point? Um, What happens when we die? Um, Are we alone? Um, There's there's always... It all comes down to psychological trauma. When you look at whenever belief, uh, when you look at a significant amount of how human belief is arrived at, I do, I do actually remember as well. I, I swear that you know people used to talk about these things. A long time ago. I used to bring this stuff up. In the atheist discourse used to be more sophisticated. I used to have this idea and I used to be able to look up and I'm pretty sure I saw imagining it. I don't know if it was just in this topic, but there used to be very interesting discussions on the nature of reality and belief. Um Now all I can find the problem about make believe is people don't know whether it's make believe or make belief. It's make believe or believe make or you know. Make-believe problems, it's problem that we have a lot. Um, the thing is, 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 you know, make-believe as a game is one thing. And if you've got kids, lonely, raised by Disney, playing a game, make-believe, it, and it might not turn out how you think. Um, Uh, it's like the internet has scrubs make believe. Um. I didn't grow up super rich, so I didn't, you know, okay, yeah, I've seen Disney and stuff, but it's not like I had a TV in my room and I would watch the same Disney fucking movie a hundred times. You know, I, I think, you know, I've heard of kids boasting about, oh, I've seen this movie, how I've remembered every single lyric, and... in my mind i would have to i would be quite worried about that kid's development um they watch the same movie a hundred times over It's not just make believe. Well, Disney. Well. You know, I think Disney might have some unintended effects. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there who think I'm doing my part, I'm believing in this stuff. And then they're like, Well why is why aren't I a princess yet? Um I mean, yeah, we have Disney princess syndrome. This is a big, this whole systemic racism thing is a prime example of, of a kind of large-scale game of make-believe. Um, It seems to be something that people have just forgotten. Man, what the fuck has happened today? <laughs> what am I even reading? Disney Princess Syndrome is a good thing? No, it's not. Disney Princess Syndrome is how you, you end up approaching your late thirties. Late forties, and now you've got no kids, you've got no husbands. Um... You've basically psychologically duped yourself out of a family life. Um, Now, suddenly on a fucking men's site. So I'm going to talk about another psychological malignment, um, which I can introduce in my own fantasy world. The other day, I heard someone say. Um. The other day I heard someone say, Oh, they're so racist because of this Wafferum thing. They're only upset because it's Pakistanis. Why don't they care when white people do it? Um, And in my fantasy world, what would happen is that person would be taken to a place like Gitmo for a year, where they would be tortured and they would have to listen to their own words 24-7 there'd be a loudspeaker playing it but it wouldn't just be on repeat like it would have an unpredictable RNG so it would sometimes splice it with other meaningless audio content or change the pitch and the speed and they'd just hear it again and again and again their own words again and again and again for a year Um, those those words would be smeared into their heads. Um, they may even not be able to stop their heads repeating those words over and over again. Then after a year, before releasing them, we'd sit down, we'd have a little chat, explain to them, the reason people are, are upset about this reason this was an issue, in the first place, is because when white people did it, the police did something as usual, they did as much as they usually do, when Pakistani people did it, they the police wouldn't do anything. So, you know, the the original reason people were upset is because the police weren't doing anything about it when it's Pakistanis. You're saying, oh, they're not saying anything about it when it's white people. Well, because nothing needs to be said or done, really. The police aren't treating that any differently. And also related to this, both primarily and secondarily, in the first case, they started doing it more. And then they started doing it even more, and the police weren't doing anything. Um. So, you know, they've come up to this conclusion that it's racist simply based on the fact that they don't actually know what it's all about. You know, they think they watch the TV, they think they read newspaper, they think that, you know, they think, oh, this is random, why are they going on after this? Well they haven't asked anyone, they haven't, you know, they're missing information, they haven't tried to fi- so they're actually trying to find out they've just filled it in in their heads that oh it must be because they're racist a um, so Pakistani rape gang issue um, didn't didn't emerge from simply oh my god Pakistanis are doing bad things that white people also do. You know, it wasn't, the issue wasn't holding Pakistanis to a higher standard, it was that they are being held to a lower standards. Um, they were being allowed to get away with this and do it on a scale, you know, it, it reached a scale that was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, the police, the police were completely hands-off looking the other way well more and more children parent and it and it will start to become rather extreme. Um become something like the, you know, barbaric. You know, something that you suspect in Edwardian or Victorian times. Something that would even you know, be found upon back then. Or or worse, you know, you might not put up with it. Um So you explain this and then you explain, now conversely the left wing made a big issue about things like George Floyd and stuff like that simply because the cop was white and the other guy was black. They made a big racist issue about that, like explicitly. The problem was that the cop was black and the perpetrator, the criminal, the the cop was white and the perpetrator, the criminal was black. And they made that a problem in itself. So, you know, they themselves, if, if a police officer is... So they themselves are part of the original problem in the rape gangs. It's their psychology. Um, this was the whole problem. That the police were... You know, one, one of the problems was police were too to go and address when the perpetrator was a Pakistani because they'd be accused of being racist. Um, and here's your moral codes being then applied so you know you got a a nasty criminal thug like george floyd and the cops arresting him and a bunch of racist thugs around him attack the white cop and the public image you know the public image of that is oh well he must be racist. this is partly linked to the different reality that people on the left live in where how things appear is more important than how things actually are um you know it's a it's a it's a borderline kind of hallucination and if they're borderline like that then if their perceptual senses are borderline like that you can kind of understand the make-believe problem a little bit as well um because that's probably gonna extends to that as well um You know for them they're treating things that they see on the cam on the tv on the internet screen as a kind of immersive experience that is very very real and you know how things are meant to be how they you know how they actually are the camera the camera lies sometimes um Camera lines. So there's there's a lot of this stuff where people, you know, that their accusations of racism become a place holder for their own ignorance in things that they just don't understand, some of it is because they're lazy, but the other thing is, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, let's check the newspaper, let's see what's going on in the world, let's see what everyone else is thinking. They don't realise these give grossly inaccurate perceptions. I mean, that's been the case for a long time, but the internet makes it even more hard to account for, you know, when given the spread of information. Um, what people actually believe you know people, a lot of people use the internet to try to correct for newspapers giving an inaccurate reporting of reality um, so you know there's, there's people who live in a fantasy world because they're reading in the newspapers and what they think are authoritative, and accurate news sources but um, they're really just being lied to you know, they're watching things through a pair of goggles that have augmented reality there needs to be a film about this like uh, it should be a film where everyone at a young age has a kind of like eyepieces, a bit like the Borg, and it filters their reality. But, you know, when they take it off, there's elements of this, so they live, but it's not. You can make a more realistic, more possible sci fi version of that. Um, someone walks down the street filled with trash but their augmented vision makes it look perfectly fine um so you know all of their senses are first intercepted processed by computer and ai and then spat out back to them And modified according to how the AI you know, it's like imagine something in between the matrix and just normal reality. Um so anyway It's stuff like in 2016 Trump would say his election was rigged and they'd say oh that's absurd, how could he think that? And they might imagine something in their heads like uh, that it's all a big setup and stuff like that um, well that, this is the problem a lot of people can't, a lot of people don't realise that that's their own augmented reality like what's in their head isn't in what, what's in the other person's head not necessarily what they're talking about. We know, you know, when he's saying two thousand sixteen is an election was rigged, he's talking about a matter of facts. And the matter of fact is that if you went to if you picked up off the shelf any newspaper, mainstream magazine, or you turned on the T V or the radio, you would hear you would hear fifty times Trump is bad, Trump is awful, and then about well, you know, fifty times Clinton is amazing, she's great. Something like that now obviously, you know that's not a reflection of reality for one you know if you look at the election results um you know basically half population supports supports trump um You know, so why don't you hear that half the population on on the TV? It's hard to imagine. Um, So obviously it's two completely different worlds now, like they've diverged. What's on the screen, what's coming, what's being printed isn't a reflection of the actual reality. Um, and that was just a matter of front of, that was just a matter of front facts. I mean, you could look in the general news and, you know, if, if you'd looked, for example, on the internet where, and just asked other people about Trump or looks at Trump himself, if he looks at what Trump had to say himself versus what's in the news... Like, the news is just telling you, telling you endless outright lies. And then often accusing everyone else being... They always projects. They, like, whatever it is that they're accusing other people of, they've actually done in a far more concrete and fundamental way. So, you know, Trump doesn't really tell that many lies, as politicians go, people in the political business go. Um <clears throat> But this is the same this is the same way that you look at newspapers, it doesn't reflect reality because in reality, what you see in the newspapers are a thousand lies. When you look at Trump, what you see is the odd lie or possibly even he didn't know or just looking at him looking at things differently, him taking a different angle. and that is you know there isn't a great deal left to complain about with Trump. It's like. Yeah, well, the average person lies, I don't know, one in ten times, one in a hundred times, something like that. Um, Trump... Um, newspapers, there's a there's a, a lie almost every other par- paragraph, and you look at newspapers, thousands of lies. You see thousands of lies, but then you hear them say thousands of times that Trump is lying, and it's like, well, who, well what's reality? Often, that like, yes, you don't have to look far to see this. You just have to, um, you just actually have to read the entire article. A lot of the time. Because they're not very good with their lies. I mean, they're subtle. They try not to... Explicitly lie. They try to lie in ways... That they can get away with. But... The lies are there. Um, In your face. Um, Now, whenever... Whenever they accuse Trump of of doing what they call lying, it's a big giveaway because what they call a lie in what Trump does, when Trump does it, 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 sometimes when Trump does it, it's in that ambiguous area where actually you can't strictly say that's a lie. And it's what they do all the time. So you see them do it. You read an article and every single... No, it's not even every single... Almost every single sentence. Most of the sentences have what by the same standard they call lies. Um, But they're just masters in presenting, being able to say things in such a way that you can get away with a lie. Um, It's the entire business and job in, in journalism. This is why you can read an entire article where the article won't explicitly say, you look at a thousand word article, it won't explicitly say the vaccine is safe, yet the entire article is insisting that it's safe. and you have to, what's that all about um you No, know, what is it then Is it safe or not? Um so this is very, very common. But the point is, there's a lot of people just arguing from their own ignorance on a topic, or denial of subjects. You know, they don't really understand. You know, they're thinking that they know what rigs means. Oh, I know what rig means in a dictionary, so I know what he's talking about. I'm not going to bother having to ask people. I know even more what he's talking about, and he knows what he's talking about. Um, <clears throat> well, no, that's that's bad psychology. Good psychology is, is when you're co- almost constantly confused. You're like, well, what does he mean? You have to ask. Um, so, you know, in that respect, it's rigged. It's rigged in other respects as well. Um, we actually know from the email leaks people forget this that the dnc were you know rigging things against their own candidates in the primaries for example um, you know they themselves are victims of their own which makes sense if you think about it you know it starts starts in their own races, between their own rival candidates, other Democrats, Um, it starts somewhere. And, you know, there is a remarkable thing that, you know, to a lot of people when Trump won that election, um, if their brain is, is, you know, the way their brain is is developed and highly attuned to... um, you know, as far as they'd heard, they checked what everyone thinks in the world, took a look in the newspaper, and they were told that everyone thinks Trump's bad, so what the fuck had just happened? You know, in their minds, you know, that shatters the, the glass, shatters the... So when you look at it like that, you've got to ask, well, um, This is one of the origins of TDS is, you know, people had their reality shattered because they were, you know, text newspaper, they thought they knew what was going on in the world. A lot of them people, these people don't realise they're not upset about Trump, they're upset about that this illusion has been destroyed. You know, it's like they've been, they've been poked in the eye, they've been blinded. Um, this is their media that that has done this to them hasn't been done to them by this is just reality striking back, newspapers failed to properly relay reality Um, failed to tell people what was really going on Um, and the inevitable end products of that was a manifestation of you know it's it's like being teleported from one dimension to another (coughs) like in sliders completely unwittingly without without even knowing about it um, um they weren't mind fucked by Trump they're mind fucked by it. the media set them up for that set them up to to fall like that to collapse like that um <laughs> So, you know, you can imagine when the media isn't telling them stuff that this making arguments for stuff they don't know explodes into a phenomenal problem. No one told them. You know, they only have themselves to blame for that. You, you only have yourselves to blame. <coughs> so this is what people don't realize. The, the news, that's make-believe. The large part of the news is make-believe. Um, you know, there is a real problem in make-believe, which is sometimes if you make people believe things, that can exert an effects in reality. Um, You know if everyone believes that Trump is a criminal then you might get away with criminal charges even though he's actually not and you might get away with like all that really matters is, is belief belief is the is, form is is you know there is a fundamental connection between belief and reality. you mean there's there's, there's no such thing as a king unless every, if no one believes the king is a king and they all believe he's a normal person then um, then their world collapses they don't exist anymore that's you know their reality is is destroyed um the make belief is a very very elitist thing. people from the lower class like me don't you know can't afford to have our worlds can't afford to confuse the fancy make-believe world with the real worlds. Um can't, can't afford that. Um, people in power receive siphon all the benefit of that, of make-believe. It's one of the ways that, that you have evil people controlling people's real power of belief. Um, or disbelief. so for example if people make if, if people control belief so for example if they automatically make it so no one believes in election fraud, you go to someone and say i saw them cheating they'll say they won't believe you and they'll say i'm not gonna no i don't believe you're not believe you not going to do anything like so and then they can cheat the election every time because of this game of make-believe um for the, for the for the worst power hungry politicians, the ones who want absolute power, this, this is how the game is played. And it you know there isn't there isn't there isn't necessarily a limit to how far they will go. Um, And, you know, one of the biggest controllers of belief is is just people not being informed. And this is how you end up with people thinking they're being racist and thinking they're the ones that are fighting racism. They're the ones being anti-racist. Because you don't know what you don't know. You haven't, or... Actually, a lot of people actively resist this. Like, I don't want to hear this. We're telling people this. I don't want to hear this. Oh, my God. You're... um, when they say that is because what you're saying is actually threatening to their world model, because they've gone along with a tiny scrap of information and filled out the rest themselves. And, you know, from, from the start, you need to properly inform people, because otherwise, when you bring them out of the water later on, you know, the experience can be devastating. So, going back to the Riggs election 2016... You know, I I do remember that. That was what that was all about. Um, You know, here's the thing, you look at the left and they say, ha ha ha, Riggs election, scorn and ridicule, ha ha, what's he talking about? is doesn't know what he's talking about. No, you don't know what he's talking about. You don't know. know. You're ridiculing yourself. Um you know, one of one of the most you know, lots of people saw it as rigs and they saw 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 the system as, as rigging it because they basically decided it for Clinton almost a year before. Um and that was plain to see in the media. Um if you could actually go through the timeline of the media and what everyone looked at in the media. Uh, media's all, you know, telling everyone all, you know, this is going to be the next president. That's the result of the election. That's this, It's decided. Um, <clears throat> well, if you know what the result is, then you must have rigged it. And then it's rigged. You know. Um, well, here's the funny thing: is they, they you know, in some ways they ended up wiggling it against themselves. Um, for a start, Clinton was an awful candidate to put up in the first place. But the consumption of victory also leads to complacency. Um, you know, they set themselves up. It's actually pretty difficult to rig things. You can you can end up rigging it the other way. Putting up rigging is is complicated. You get your sail back to front by accident, and you know ship goes the wrong way. Ship goes where wind blows. Um. But no, the the the. the, the you know, it wasn't actually Trump saying that election was rigged, it was the media. media is saying it's, it's predetermined that Clinton will win, that Clinton will be the next president. Um, and in spite of all that, you had the miracle, you know, you had the miracle of Trump. Um, So you know if you don't want people to think it's rigs, then you know why do you say it's rigs? Why do you say this is what the result's going to be? Um why do you pre-determine the result? You know, it's not it's not complicated stuff. Um there's some other issues as well. There's some more speculative beliefs in rigging. But And then then there's the whole Obama thing, where he said people should legally vote, who are ineligible. Um, People who aren't citizens of the USA should be able to vote. Um, I'm disappointed. I I have tried to apply, and they wouldn't let me vote. Um, Said I wasn't a citizen. I don't know. Um... So, you know, if you don't want people to think it's rigs, why are you saying it's rigs yourself in, in effects? You know, this is a case of calling, blaming the person for calling it calling it as it is. I see someone putting up some rigging. <coughs> And you say that's rigging and they they say they, they blame you for pointing out what they're doing um, so you these people live in the information vacuum and they feel that you know they they fill that with various notions. Um, You know, they feel that with make believe, for one, they feel like it with all kinds of bullshit. It was like, they didn't, don't you remember? You know, these people watch the media a lot more than we do. <clears throat> and, and yet they seem to know even less what the media is doing and more specifically what it's doing to them. Um, completely cute, clueless. They could just fucking ask. This is how people get roped into defending the indefensible. So now what are you defending? You're defending racism. You're defending election fraud. You're defending all kinds of violence and criminality. You're defending, you know, Every time they think that they're being anti-corruption, anti-abuse power, it's the other way round. They're defending the same. <clears throat> they let themselves get roped into it because, if you know, one, they just don't ask the simple questions. It's arrogant. They're like, oh, I I know everything, so what the fuck are you talking about? How dare you talk about something... The only people allowed to talk about something new, introduce new ideas into my head is the media. That's their exclusive right. How dare you? How dare you have an original thought? Um, you know, have a You've got a license for that Stuff Locking around your head You've got a license for that you've got a license for those eyes Those ears, you've got a license for that you've got a license to ask a question You know Where's your license, mate?